0: Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast. You worry, I worry, we all do. If you're paying attention to the world today, there's a lot for women to feel worried and anxious about. As we explore the worries with curiosity and compassion, we learn to live more authentically and unleash the warrior within, someone who is strong, capable, and resilient, come what may. It's time to stop battling against yourself and start using your powers to meet everyday challenges with energy, purpose, and bravery. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Cush. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. So did you notice the new music and the new introduction and exit of the podcast? For the last couple of weeks, we've had a new introduction, which my son Andy uh, created the music and, and played the music for, and his partner Gabby read the words, And I am so grateful to have my family that's a part of this podcast and supporting me, but I'm also so excited for the new introduction. It's beautiful. It captures the feeling of the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it too. It's hard to believe that uh, 2020 is coming to a close. Christmas is right around the corner. Hanukkah has happened and Kwanzaa and all the other winter holidays are are winding down, but it's just hard to imagine that <laughs> this year will finally end. Oh my gosh. Are you feeling stressed out? Here in Maryland, cases, the numbers of cases of coronavirus are are just growing and growing and It doesn't feel as if we're going to get it under control until this vaccine really makes its way to all of us, which feels like it's going to be a really long time. I know that talking to my clients, I'm holding space for stress and worry and how do I do this right? How do I keep my family safe? how do I survive a winter of pandemic and isolation and cold and darkness? And so today we're going to be focusing the episode on that. How how do we bring ourselves back from this sense that everything is screwed up, there's nothing good? Because as humans, we tend to lean toward and remember and connect with the negative. We are hardwired to do this because way back in the day when we were literally keeping an eye out for dangers and predators that could kill us, Naturally selected the people who survived were the ones who were really, really good at keeping an eye out for danger. So we are hardwired for this. It is a part of our genetic makeup, it's a part of our brain uh, function that keeps us safe. But in today's world, we don't have predators. It's not, most of us are not running for our lives, most of us are not living in life or death situations. I don't want to make light of when people do have to live in life or death situations or make those decisions. But for most of us, the worries are more about, did I get enough likes on social media? What am I going to wear to this event that I'm going to or on Zoom? Do I show up to an event on Zoom? How am I going to be seen and viewed? Um, So, most of our worries are not about our physical and actual safety. And I wrote a blog post about this uh, two weeks ago, and I've gotten so much positive feedback, which I don't usually get much feedback at all from my blogs. So that just spoke to me about how important it is for us to work toward shifting our focus to the positives. And we can do this even when things are hard and scary and screwed up around the pandemic and isolating and our political environment. So how do we shift our perspective from the negative to the positive? And I just want to reiterate that it doesn't mean we're ignoring the negative. It does not mean that we are not acknowledging that things are kind of fucked up right now. But we can acknowledge the negative and be more attentive and attuned to the positives in our lives because there are always positives, and negatives. It's just the negative tends to outweigh the positives in our brains, in our memories, in our bodies. So it is an amazing thing that we can intentionally bring the positives into our everyday life, and that can shift our mood. It can shift from feeling grumpy to feeling good. By by intentionally shifting our focus we can change our mood. And as I said in my blog, the key to this practice of bringing more positivity into your awareness, the key to the practice is practice because we are so hardwired to the negative that if we're not practicing the positive thinking, the positive reminders, the bringing more joy and and positivity into our lives, we fall back into the same patterns of just focusing on negatives and bad things so as we consciously bring our attention and notice the joy and remember our good results and experiences we are reinforcing and and creating those more solid memories around the things that help us feel better so here are the five suggestions that i mentioned in my blog. And if you would like to uh, get my newsletter, which will also sign you up to get the blog as well as updates on the podcast and updates on my business, as I mentioned, I'm going to be starting a coaching business next year. So it will keep you up to date about that. You can sign up for my newsletter. Go to progressioncounseling.com forward slash Elizabeth's dash newsletter. And you will get my, I think the newsletter goes out twice a month. And I typically blog once a month. So you will get all of those things, plus any other updates that uh, are happening. So here are the five suggestions to bring you more hope, more joy, and more positive feelings into your life. Notice the worrying. When you find yourself focusing on your worries, pause a moment. Take a deep breath. You can even say to yourself, "Oops, I'm caught up in the worrying, or I'm stuck in, in the bad now, so I'm going to notice something good. Then bring your attention to the small accomplishments you've had that day. It can be as simple as, I got out of bed and felt well-rested. Or I had a really great conversation with my partner this morning before we started work. Something small, but positive. And the idea is to come up with at least one positive thing each time you notice that you're drifting back to negative thoughts, self-criticism, worries about the what-ifs and the if-onlys. Another suggestion is to bring in more joy. Take time each day to notice what inspires you or brings you a sense of joy and awe. And for me, the feelings of joy and awe are not just sensory feelings. It's my whole body. I notice when I'm allowing and really giving my full attention to the things that I enjoy and that bring me joy, I can feel it in my heart, in my body. And so we want to bring more of that into our remembered experience. So for me, a beautiful sunset or sunrise Just the warmth of the sun shining down on my face can help me feel energized and in awe of the sun's power, even in winter, to bring warmth to the earth. I live near the water, so light flickering off the water or even just the patterns, the reflections on the water make always helps me feel more connected to my environment and my world. For you, it could be your child snuggling up next to you or your dog greeting you as you come home each day or your partner taking the time to stop and ask how you're doing that day or just the idea that we live in this amazing world that continues to rotate and orbit around our sun every day, bringing us night and daytime, warmth and cool temperatures, breezes, rain, all the weather, that always stops me and brings me a sense of thankfulness, gratefulness, as well as joy that I get to live here on the planet Earth. And speaking of feeling grateful, practicing gratitude. My next suggestion, practicing gratitude. So, so, so important. So what are you grateful for or thankful for? Each day it could be something different. Some days I'm grateful that I woke up feeling well-rested and refreshed. Other days, I'm just grateful I got a couple of hours sleep in a row. I'm also very grateful that I have a job that I love. But what are you grateful for? Those things can be big or small. Just getting out of bed each day. Or have a friend, maybe, who called you unexpectedly. The idea is to make practicing gratitude a part of your day. Journaling can make it a more intentional experience where you sit and write about what you're grateful for, but research also shows that if you share what you feel grateful for with others, it deepens the experience and allows you to feel even more greater depths of gratitude. And I can find myself looking at the next suggestion in my blog is to smile more. And I'm smiling, just thinking about smiling and seeing the word smile on the paper in front of me. So my yoga teacher and friend, Julie Blamfin, is always reminding me to smile while I'm practicing yoga but just to smile in everyday everyday life and to bring more laughter and joyfulness into our everyday experiences, even when we don't feel like smiling or laughing. There are meditations that suggest that you uh, bring like the smile of the Buddha to your eyes or your mouth, which just means a gentle, smiling Uh, motion in your face. But even that very gentle expression can help you to feel better, more positive, lighter. So try it. The next time you're feeling down, maybe write the word smile on a piece of paper, maybe in your journal. And then just try smiling and see how it makes you feel. And lastly, I'd like to suggest that you bring a sense of gratitude and appreciation to your body. For women, we are so, so critical of our bodies. I have been working recently really hard to... Appreciate my aging body. Um, I think, as I've mentioned, I turned 60 this year, and my body is showing some of the effects of aging. I have more wrinkles. I sag in places that I didn't used to. With menopause, my belly is bigger than it used to be. I had to buy a couple of pairs of pants that were a little bit bigger, and I can feel in those moments the, the, judgment and the negativity about this aging body, but this body has carried me through 60 years of life, just continuing to do what it does naturally, breathing, heart beating, respirations, exercise, walking, carrying, bearing three children, feeling pleasure through sex and intimacy. So find some moments to tell your body how much you appreciate what it does every day without you even having to think about it. Thank it for being such an amazing organism. And thank it for being there with you every day 365 days a year. My intention, one of my intentions for the new year is to bring in more body positivity for myself so that I can truly love my body for what it is, no matter what it's looking like, no matter how many pounds I happen to weigh that particular day or week or month. I want to enjoy the food I eat, I want to feel nourished, and I want my body to feel loved. So, can you take a moment to say thank you to your body and just appreciate all that it does for you without even having to be asked to do it? Well, I hope that these tips will help you through these next few months of winter, here in the United States of cold and darkness through a few more months of the pandemic, maybe a lot more months of the pandemic. But by bringing some awareness, some positivity, some joy and pleasure and gratitude into your daily life, it will help balance out the negative that we tend to to want to fall back to. Well, I hope that you all have wonderful holidays or have had a wonderful holiday. I hope that the upcoming new year will bring us some true joy and pleasure and gratefulness for what's coming next. Have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from this woman warrior. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Woman Warriors Podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guest profiles at womanwarriors.com.